Welcome to episode 50, 50 of the Kraken Pod. I cannot believe it. Joey's cat just looked at me when I said 50. He did it again. A podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have some fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. So we have an inside source, maybe our first ever inside source, digital dashboards. Somebody from the inside has intel on how they work. Do they cost money to advertise on? Well, we know that, but how much? All that and more. The reverse retro jersey debate. We'll talk about the Krakens and then the worst in the league, which is the Red Wings. Groovy. Oh my God. He... He gave up this goal, and he hurt himself. He's down. Where is he? Is he on the IR? And is Haxtell on the hot seat? So much to discuss. Let's get into episode 50 of The Kraken Pod. We do have a game plan, but uh, my name is Jeff Januzic. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. Man, uh, Joey has done a lot of work on this episode. I really appreciate you for working so hard. Of course, man. He's the gr- He's grinding. He's grinding. But he's scoring goals. Also, too. I feel like I'm scoring goals. Yesterday, you, yo, dude, you're pumping him in. Yesterday, <laughs> uh, you know, we're recording this on Tuesday morning. Um, it's before the Kraken game. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, though, you tweeted out a picture of Fuego the Fuego, Fuego, the Fuego, yes. the Coachella Valley Firebirds mascot. At back to back, like straight out of, uh, you know, perfect strangers shot, like Balky, <laughs> right? And cousin Larry, back to back with Bowie. Yeah. All right. And yeah. now, and you had an awesome tweet. I'm like, this is us. Yeah, yeah. Us getting ready for that. And now the debate is, is who's who? Yeah. Who's Joey? Who's Jeff? Yeah. And everybody was pointing to you being Bowie. I actually feel, I feel like I'm more like Fuego. So I, I didn't want to say I anything. I thought I was more like Bowie. Okay. All right. Then I we're f- on the same page. I here. feel internally more like Bowie. Like okay. just kind of like everywhere. All That's over the what place. I'm saying. Like you're very, you're more, you're much more kid friendly. I feel like totally. Fuego gets along with the families, but I can see like Bowie gets along with families very well. That's definitely you. Wiggle has like a little bit more of an attitude. I kind of have a mouth on me. People know that. Um, but I wanted to let people have the conversation with themselves. So I didn't say anything. And it was really funny to like kind of watch that play out. You know what? So now I like, the, I like where you're going with this because with Bowie, Bowie is, you know, kid friendly, yeah. but at the same time, a troll. So it can yes. still kind of be controlled. Has people. another side to Bowie, which bit. you also have. Yeah. yeah. Gemini, yeah. Gemini trait. Yeah. Also, no, it is raining for the first time in like two months mm-hmm. uh, in New Orleans right now. So I don't know what that means for this episode of the pod. I, mean, I don't think it means anything, but we're rolling so. with it. Yeah. But we'll take it. <laughs> the humidity is very high. It's uh, almost uh, November and we're dealing 80, with 80 degrees outside 80 degrees and humid but uh mm-hmm. there you go let's talk about it's 80 degrees and humid let's talk about hockey so much to discuss uh I, one thing i want to say though is so i was hanging out with some friends on saturday night and i okay. uh, was watching the lsu football game and mm-hmm. uh we were talking and they're all on there they all use DraftKings, the DraftKings sportsbook app and they're they're all over the place they're you know they're, hey what about this and this and this and then, hey, Jeff, you're into hockey, right? We should make some NHL bets. I was like, heck yeah, hell yeah. And he's like, so what do you think? So like, they put me on the spot. Okay. Like, what should I pick? Wait, did you make sure that they used the THPN when they signed up? It was already too late. Oh, no, it was too late. Okay. But guess what? Okay, okay. 
I used THPN, nice. the code. I signed up for the DraftKings okay, Sportsbook nice. app. I finally did it, uh, and I'm totally pumped. It's so easy to use. But anyway, yeah, that's how we're going to lose all our fucking money. I, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. Hey, but then they sponsor the show, so we get it back, right? So there you yeah, go. Kind yeah, of. so it's kind of a it, it works. Just pump it back into them. We support DraftKings. They support us. Yes. Thank you, DraftKings. Yes. Um, but anyway, right now I'm undefeated in my picks to my friends. Oh. Yeah, so like it's been three, four days. And they're like, okay, Jeff, what's, how many what, picks are we talking here? Just like one, like my lock of the night. Okay, my lock of the night, right? That's still a big deal. Man. So the first game was the Toronto Maple Leafs game. I think they're playing the Jets on Saturday. I night. would have taken the Jets out of hatred. I, I took Toronto. I'm just. I, I know. I know. Realistically, I, I would have taken heart. Toronto. So I took. Yeah. Uh, I took them. I also picked the Red Wings on Sunday night mm-hmm. versus the uh, Ducks, which was a homer I, pick. But whatever. No, it was Ducks suck. Wings are at home. <laughs> Five two. It wasn't a homer pick. That was with my my head, not my heart. And then uh, last night I picked. It was tight though. It was the Hurricanes in Vancouver? Mm. They squeaked it out. They beat vancouver three to two yeah vancouver still hasn't won a game yet this season which we will get into later on but yeah vancouver is reeling it's not looking good over there so my my lock for the night tonight it did not pick the kraken right did not pick the kraken but i picked uh the golden knights golden knights they're playing um in san jose against the sharks okay now it's back-to-back nights back-to-back nights for the knights okay they beat the leafs last night in las vegas but they're playing the sharks who suck so i picked the knights as my lock yeah Okay, so we'll see if this is correct. And then I gave them another game, uh, which was the shoot. What was the other game that I gave them as a pick? So your friends are just rolling in cash right now because you're just dishing out no. hockey picks and you're hitting at a hundred percent. Out of my own nerves, I forced them to promise me they don't bet anything more than like you know ten bucks on on something at a time because I don't want to sort of be like, hey Jeff, I lost I lost my kids' uh, tuition money. So anyway, I'm having fun with the DraftKings Sportsbook app and with my friends, and we're making bets and. Life is good. So we're rolling in cash. So let's get into it, man. We're rolling in cash. Listen, um, I feel like we need to get into this before we get into the Kraken reaction. Yeah. It, it's a follow-up on the Dasher boards because we are fortunate enough where we actually have insider intel regarding the digital advertisements, which I feel like is – do you want to not talk about this? No, yet? I do. Okay. I just want to clarify who this is real quick. Okay, yes. So we got uh, an, a DM on Twitter, at mm-hmm. KrakenPod. Mm-hmm. We are very thankful to have such an awesome – It was Bowie. Can we just throw, throw Bowie out it was there? Bowie. Yeah. It was Bowie. <laughs> it was actually – it's a friend of somebody who works apparently at Climate Pledge and has experience with the team. So it's a friend yes. of that person. Yeah. They didn't tell us who. Yeah. But they did give us intel because we've had such big debate yes. over the digital dashboards. Now, yeah. update on my end, I'm starting not to notice them as much. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, the same way as you, which I, I think I talked about last episode where I think it's kind of being overdone a little bit and we will adjust. But there are certain ones that really mess me up, like the giant puck that moves across That's the screen. some BS. There's already a puck on the ice, man. Like, I, even for me, like, that messes me up. And I'm over here, you know, hashtag blessed with 2020 vision, <laughs> and I'm still messed up over it. But... You do? You have 2020 vision? Oh, yeah. No glasses or contacts? I only wear uh, blue light glasses because I stare at a screen so much I get freaking headaches. Does it work? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to get some of yeah, those. Yeah, if you go to like, this is going to make me sound old, but if you go to like the like no, a FedEx Kinkos, they're like $3 a pair. I got like three of them. Really? Okay, mm-hmm. I got to really that. cheap Because my, my vision is terrible. Yeah. I had LASIK after my vision was a negative 9.2. Jesus. But then it went down to perfect, and now it's back to negative too so I, the okay. blue thing the blue okay anyway all no, right, you need right. to get that by the way really quick if you were in the military you okay so when you're in boot camp 
uh, everyone gets like these prescribed glasses. Like everyone that needs them gets these prescribed glasses, but the lenses are so thick on all of them. We call them the BCs for birth control because no one wants to fuck earmuffs. Fuck you when you're wearing the BCs. And it's funny because like everyone, like you don't have a choice. They're like, these are military issued. You're in boot camp. You're putting these on. And like they're the thickest, most ridiculous glasses you've ever seen. So that's that would have been you in boot camp in the military. That it, we're yeah. coming back. Uh, la- one more note. I've got to tell this real quick <laughs> on glasses. I took my daughter to dance last night mm-hmm. and I was getting ready. And uh, and she said, Dad, don't wear your glasses. That's embarrassing. Oh, no. And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I laughed. I really laughed. But it, and internally, I was like, geez, she's five. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I wore my damn glasses. Yeah. Absolutely did. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So you're so embarrassing a five-year-old. In, you know? in, nah, she had a good time. She got treats, man. It was Halloween dance night. So oh, there you go. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about this. Our inside source talking about these digital dashboards. Here's a little more intel into what this person says. Yeah. And we got very lucky because this individual reached out to us after listening to the episode and was like, hey, I have some information for you. We want to share a couple of bullet points from that information. Uh, and I, I made a couple of them here. I'm just going to go through them really quickly. Number one, the NHL is super pumped about them, like beyond excited, which, which you know, we're not surprised at all about. Sure. The, NH, the NHL is in the business. Like they are a business. They want to make money. Revenue. These digital uh, dashboards are going to make uh, them money. Um, and concurrently, it is also a requirement for use in all the broadcasts. Also not a shocker. Like they're selling digital advertising space. Whoever's broadcasting these games are going to have to be using them. Uh, point number two, still in the very early stages, very, very early stages. And it appears as if the teams themselves have control over what is displayed versus the people, the individuals that are behind like the actual broadcasting and also any dollar amount, money, finances, anything has not been disclosed at all. And that was a really interesting note. Like, example, the people that are broadcasting the game have no idea how much you know money is being transacted between the individuals purchasing these digital advertisements and the NHL teams because it looks like the teams are the ones that are in charge of doing them. I I would I need to reach out as and to say hello. I'm a business owner and I'm looking yes. to buy an advertisement yes. on one of these moving dashboard <laughs> advertisements. I have I'm sitting on uh, I'm sitting in a money bin right yes. now. How much is it? Price is no issue. How much does it cost <laughs> to purchase this? Please do no due diligence on how much yes. wealth I have. <laughs> I'm smoking a cigar right now. Yes. It's a Cuban. Please. We should also star six nine so they can. Is that still a thing? Old we can school. block your number. You are old. I know. I am. You old, old. fucker. Can, <laughs> <laughs> we can star six nine ourselves. Oh my god! So they can't track our number. I don't know if that's a thing, but also we should really one. I like how you're doing the accent when you're when you're talking about how rich you are because you need the accent. Extremely rich. <laughs> and also, we should see how much it would cost, and then try to see if we can sneak one in there that just says like cracking shit that pops oh up, and then see if it will happen in a game like the Kraken do something ridiculous, and then the Kraken shit comes across the dashboards. It's like we got them. <laughs> What ser- seriously? That we, would be the best thing of all. What time. if we go to the go to a game? Yeah, and we have like a cool little like I'm thinking something out of a movie, like a Michael J. Fox '80s movie. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Doc Brown engineers this thing. It's like got like old school TV bunny ears antennas, uh-huh. and it's like tin foil, and like we hit a button and it remixes it all, and all of a sudden we take over the dasher boards for like two minutes while the pan to like the control room at the cracking game is like, what's going on? Yeah. Somebody's hijacked the system. Somebody's hijacked the system. <laughs> and it's like us. We're just, it's just us. We're like playing DJ with exactly. the dashboards. Like, yeah. Like sending like, <laughs> sending crack it, crack it, crack it. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
the Illuminati wants you to know cracking shit. <laughs> One dashboard star face going across the right, going all the way around the oh, ring. Just like, our what faces. Is yeah, just our faces. Oh, yeah, that'd be so no awesome. Reason. Oh, yeah. We have to leave it like a little bit open so people have to start doing research because now, you know, now it's all about marketing, man. I love it. Okay. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> that's what we're doing here. Okay. Um, so that's some no, of our intel. I have one more note. And this is, again, uh, this is all behind the scenes note. Uh, they appear to be independently operated, like actually switched over during the game, which, by the way, I kind of made as like a joke. I was like, I wonder if they could like have somebody in there who, as the game is going on, kind of switch things over. But no, this is actually what's going on. There's so again, these are independent from the actual, uh, you know, uh, organizations, the people, whatever, that are behind broadcasting the game. So an NHL representative is sitting there and is manually switching over these digital dashboards as the game is going on. And also, there was another note that was made, which is for every road game, there's a different NHL representative in control of this at that specific arena. So there's there's questions about, like, is this going to cause, like, consistency issues? Like, what's going on here? It also seems problematic because, like, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of communication between like the digital dashboards and the actual broadcasting of NHL games, which is a major problem. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was a super interesting note to make. Basically, the the individuals in the in the companies that are behind broadcasting are probably pretty frustrated with this whole thing. Very early stages, they're trying to figure it out, and there's not a lot of transparency going on. I I I, I want to find out how much these things cost because yeah, and, hey, look, it's great, great for the league. I just I'm cool with it as long as we can make sure that we are able to watch the game. I'm also, I'm not a, I don't really care if there's ads on jerseys. Does that sound bad? No, it doesn't sound bad because, and I think I brought this example up uh, last week. Like remember, uh, so I don't know if you watched the NBA at all. Pelicans are going to be really good this year, but it's one of those things where uh, like, I remember when the NBA started doing that, where they're like, Hey, we're going to start selling advertisements um, on the jerseys and putting logos on it. Everyone freaked out. And then fast forward a year later, no one gives a shit anymore. That's what I feel like is going to happen with these dashboards. In fact, if anything, I feel for like the broadcasting crews that are kind of like left out in the dark and it's like directly impacting the quality of the broadcast itself. And I think they're the ones that are going to be looked at immediately being like, hey, what's going on here? And they're like, we don't know. Like the NHL is kind of doing its own thing right now. It looks like the teams are in charge of doing the actual advertising space. We don't know like money that's being transacted, none of this. So I don't know. It seems like this process can be streamlined a lot easier, but as far as the behind the scenes goes, this is really interesting stuff, actually. I didn't think it would actually be like this fascinating. I was like, yeah, digital dashboards, whatever, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting. The NHL needs to get its shit together. The more, I, the more I watch, the more I watch this game, and, and in particular this league, the more I fall in love with it, but man, the number of times I see something or I'm like, that's dumb. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? And it just, uh, it bothers me because I feel like there's a lot of ways in which they can really grow this game and blow it out. And for whatever reason, like this league is not interested in doing any of that. They've always kind of been that way, Joey. I mean, they, they've yeah. always been a little behind. They're they're definitely not cool. I, I mean, thought, yeah, but I thought like baseball, the MLB was like the old guard, right? So like a bunch of old white dudes kind of uh gatekeeping baseball from young people but even they have started to shift right like they've started to try to uh blow out the league a little bit more look like what the nba and the nfl has continued to do despite the nfl always being in trouble for doing the most ridiculous shit 24 7 doesn't matter because they're printing money i don't know man the nhl has just a lot of ways in which they can improve the game 
And uh, it bothers me because the more I watch the league, I'm like, oh, man. Basically, what I'm saying is we need to be hired as consultants. We need to go in. Absolutely. Jeff and Joey from the Kraken Pod. And yeah. We're like, hey, here's the deal. You guys, like, by the way, the salary cap next year might be going up like $4 million. You guys have room to bring us on. You said you would do it for like a sweater. Oh, I totally would. Yeah. yeah. Just give me – well, I don't want the Detroit Red Wings reverse retro jersey. Yeah, no, I know you I don't. don't want that. <laughs> All right, so we'll get to that, too. We've got to talk about some Kraken shit and some good stuff. It's time for your Kraken reaction. I'm going to get into some Ted Lasso stuff as the Ted Lasso of the Kraken. I'm saying this to myself, honestly, because I do feel the angst of, man, we've just really blown some, some great chances here. But... It's early in the season. I think the vibe is different for this team. We're learning a lot. Let's believe a little bit here. I think everything's going to be okay. Okay. Saying that, the last couple of games have been good, and then some really frustrating stuff went down. Okay. I will get into the game specifically here in a second. I am not going to totally pivot from where you're coming from. I do believe that this team has really improved and I like the talent on the roster with that being said I am firmly of the belief that Dave Haxel has no fucking idea how to maximize any of that talent I really don't and there's a couple of things that we're going to get into here in a second but there's just some clear examples that we've seen and I know the season is still early I'm rooting for his success I don't I am not rooting for the Kraken or hack to do a bad job but I'm starting to really uh fall out of belief that Haxtell is the right person to be coaching. So team. Morgan Geeky gave us a clue to that. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll talk yes. about it. Let's re- recap the games okay. real quick. Okay, okay. Because this happened after the Sunday game, which was just a fiasco. It was horrible. Absolutely Chicago. horrible. But yeah. let's start with this. Is I wish we would have met St. Louis uh, like three days later because they are now ravaged by injury. Yes. The Blues are struggling big time. But mm-hmm. they managed to beat us last Wednesday in overtime 4-3. Yes. Again, more Kraken shit, man. There's just more and more and more Kraken shit. More Kraken shit. Uh, we, as in the Seattle Kraken, uh, gave up two goals uh, in the first within 17 seconds of one another. That was horrible. Uh, we went into the second period being down three to one. It's just inexcusable, man. And it's, again, it's early in the season, but these are patterns that we have seen from last year that have carried over. I don't know what it is about this team, and I'm star- I really do think it's a coaching issue at this point. I don't understand how a team gives up. I, It's weird. Like, they give up goals so quickly and within each other consecutive. It doesn't make any sense. Like, whenever the Kraken score, I have PTSD because, like, I just believe the team's going to put up one in the back of our net in the next, like, under a minute. Like, in fact, there was a, um, there was a game last week where I think, like, Borgen scored. And uh, as I was trying to send out the tweet about Borgie getting a goal, the other opposing team had already scored and were celebrating. Like, it's so fucking fast, and it's so infuriating, and it's cracking shit, and it happens all the time, and I'm over it. And here's what frustrated, frustrated me about this game, where I was like, okay, Hack, there's already a lot of eyes on you, but this quote from the game against St. Louis on Wednesday really bothered me. And the quote was from Haxel, it was, this is our hockey team tonight, the way we battled, competed, executed, the pace, and the tenacity that we played with. That quote is bullshit. Like, Kraken shit happened throughout the game. The Kraken were down 3-1 to one going into the second period because they gave up goals, again, back to in, in, 17, in 17 seconds. So you're saying that this is the team? This is the team that's down 3-1 to one going into the second period? And yeah, they did, they did battle back. But the issue is 
for the most part, whenever they lose, they're always a team that has to battle back from something because they're always doing crack and shit and having to scratch and claw their way back. They did get a point from it. They lost in overtime, four to three. I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where like, I just, that quote, if I'm a coach and my team is constantly having to have like these epic comebacks just to even like hopefully force an overtime or something along those lines. The last thing I'm saying is, is like, this is our hockey team. This is what we do. I'm like, no, I'm fucking disappointed because for whatever reason, we're giving up these quick goals and we're always having to fight back and we don't want to do that anymore. You are spot on the 10,000 foot view for me about this, this game. Right. Yeah. And it'll continue to evolve as we talk about this is the defense just is lost. Yes. And we missed an opportunity in the offseason to address the defense. Yes. I thought it wouldn't be as bad as it is now. I thought it would yes. be better than it is now. It, the defense is terrible. Mm-hmm. The other thing it's is terrible. Terrible. The other <laughs> thing, we just signed a $100 million contract uh, with uh, TNT. Really? Yeah. Chuck did. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool. Um, maybe we'll get one of those one day. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take a million. So the other, uh, I'll take two dollars. The other, <laughs> the other thing is, we are never going to get anything out of Dave Hackstall other than quotes like that. Oh, I hate that. I hate that I know, so much. I know, but it, it's also, it's an NHL thing. The majority of head coaches and hockey players mm-hmm. are never going to give you much at all. Okay. And he's, I don't know if he's like smashing trash cans behind the scenes with hockey sticks. Calm down, Astros. I, right. I have no idea. <laughs> he may be. I hope he is, but he's not. He is stone-faced, not going to give us anything. Okay, well, I provide so that's why I really appreciate you. I mean, for a lot of reasons, but you are providing context, right? And again, as someone who's been watching hockey for a little over a year, like I don't really fully understand that. With that being said, and we're going to get into this game in a second, that is why Morgan Geeky's comments after or during one of the intermissions in the game Sunday against Chicago was a big deal. Well, because they don't give a lot away, and he subtly said some things where I'm like, there's a fucking problem here. Well, I just remembered something. I just remembered something about, we'll we'll talk about Geeky's comment. Yes. Because I do have something that I just remembered. Did I mention I just remembered it? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a I second. forgot that I remembered that so, I told you. So Friday night at Colorado, yes. Kraken played a great game. A fantastic game. And we win. But we're, we are riding what I refer to now as the Kraken coaster. Because even when things are good, bad things are happening. And obviously, uh, for people that follow the team, they know what I'm going to mention here. Uh, Grubauer goes out. And he was having a really good game. And in fact, the with the Kraken ended up winning three to two. Major upset alert. Uh, Schwartz and Can scored within 22 seconds of one another. Gruby had 17 saves before he had to be pulled in the third. Uh, before the game, Andre Burakovsky was honored like on the scoreboard, which is great because he was a part of the Avalanche, won a cup with them, blah, blah, blah. Um, outshot the Avalanche 38 to 20. We blocked 15 of their shots to the Avs eight. We uh the only thing uh, that I noticed was an issue was we were out hit 37 to 17. And I thought at one point, like that actually might be the turning point of the game. The the Kraken played a really good game and they ended up beating the freaking Stanley Cup champions in their own barn. But riding the Kraken coaster here, we lose Grubauer in the third. And it looks like some sort of a groin injury. We don't know. And actually, right before we started recording, he's officially on the IR as per the NHL.com website. With with Gruby's and Gruby's injury may have been because of the defense because he apparently injured himself yes on a tic-tac-toe goal where he was trying to go side to side yeah he was and he gave up the goal and in the first second you think he's just hanging his head down low no i thought he was upset because i even i even tweeted out i was i was like oh we are all groovy right now because it looked like he was upset i want to say it was an odd man rush but again the defense put him in a bad spot Mm -hmm. he did have to go side to side really quick and try to stop a goal and that's when he hurts himself yep and uh, that's 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 part of the 
That's part of the problem with the defense. But the Kraken win, 3-2, mm-hmm. fantastic, beating the Stanley Cup champs in Colorado. Yes. Uh, I'm seeing a little bit of a trend here. Is Well, first, first things first, the positive is that we're scoring goals. Yeah. We're scoring goals. This was a problem last year. We couldn't score goals. Mm-hmm. That is not our problem this year. We're in the top, you know, if you're looking at goals four, like we're in the top six, I think. Yeah, like top five, top league, six. League-wide, maybe yeah. top five. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so goal scoring, fantastic. It's just everything else. The pendulum has completely swung the other way, and it's great because we wanted to address scoring in the offseason. My issue with the defense is, okay, I wasn't expecting them to be outstanding defensively, but I was hoping for like middle of the pack because if they were middle of the pack this year and scoring the way they should be, the Kraken might have lost like one, maybe two games so far to start the season because my issue that I'm seeing with the defense is, there are players like your personal favorite, the Dundertaker, who has looked abysmal. Bad. I don't know what's going on with this guy. He's completely flat-footed. He's always out of position. It's like he completely forgot how to play the game of hockey. I don't understand what is going on with him. Um, I don't understand how you motivate him. What game was it where Hack called the timeout and the only person that he talked to was Vince Dunn? Like, there's something going on here. That's a that's a major issue with the team. And on a rant, on a, on a side note. This is kind of a dig. It is a dig at the crack and not kind of a dig. Did you see the comment that the defenseman for the abs, uh, Bowen Byram said after the game when they lost to the uh, crack in three to two? I did not. Okay. His quote was, they're a solid team, but I don't think it was as much of them as it was us. End quote. Like, damn, dude, talk about a slight. Talk about, <laughs> talk about them being like, yeah, they're solid, but. They didn't, they didn't beat us like we beat us. I actually disagree. I think the Kraken played a hell of a game. They we did. basically uh, outpaced them in every category statistically, minus like being out hit. But for the most part, the Kraken deserved that game. That Coleman goal, by the way, was amazing. It was totally unexpected. It was. And, and uh, Mr. Byram, uh, that's him looking at his uh, Stanley Cup ring. Uh, yeah, with the big big boy shoes on. Like, okay, <laughs> all right, chill out. Yeah, right. We beat you. I, I, I don't. You, you, did, you didn't do it. You yeah. didn't beat us. So, look, that that felt great. That and felt then, great. We're riding a high. We're like, okay, here we go. We beat the you know we beat the defending Stanley Cup champions. Now we're going into Sunday at Chicago. This is basically an AHL team. Like, there's no reason why we shouldn't win this game, right? That's Chicago's what we're thinking. Sneaky, okay. Sneaky, okay. But we are far more from a roster standpoint. Like, there's no reason. Like, I fully actually went into this game. Like, my glass was more than half full. It was fucking running over because I was like, the Kraken are going to win. And they were going to come home for three games in a row. And now we're going to be in a good spot because we're on a little bit of a heater. So, I'm going to steal Bone Byron's uh, comment and say they're a solid team. The Blackhawks are, but I, I don't think it was the them as it was as, as much as it was us. So, I think it's the same exact thing because we were up to nothing and I'm sitting there going like, Oh my God, this is fantastic. Yeah, this is great. And then all the cracking shit happened and it was just terrible, terrible, terrible defense. Yeah. Everything was a mess. You know, that could be something where maybe it's adjustment uh, uh, with the goaltending, right? Yeah. Joey Decord got called up all this sort of, so maybe like Martin Jones just, I wasn't mentally prepared. Who knows what's going on? Maybe they had too much deep dish pizza the night before <laughs> or before the game. Lumonatis. I have no idea what they did. I don't know. But everything was an absolute mess, and we lose 5-4 to Chicago. We should have won that game, especially being up 2 two to nothing at, at one point. They're up 2 to nothing, and then they even got the lead back. The Kraken led at two different points throughout this game and ended up managing to give it away. And aside from that, I don't even think it had anything to do with Jonesy. It's one of those things, like, if you just look at the stat sheet, it looks like our goalies suck, like a big one. But if you actually watch the game, the defense was non-existent, constantly leaving Jonesy out to dry, 
it was horrible. And my my notes were sloppy play, bad turnovers, and zero defense. And now this is the game where so by the way, before the game, we get notified that uh Yanni Gord is a a scratch, a healthy scratch is just for personal reasons. I don't know. I think there might be like some tricky roster maneuvering and management going on because we had to call up to court because Gerby went down, blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't impact your roster if somebody has to step away from the team for personal reasons. I think that's what's going on, whatever. But as a result, Morgan Kiki gets the gets the start in his spot. And during the intermission, this is the quote that really stood out to me that I can't stop thinking about. And the quote is, I'm just trying to go out there and do a job. I don't really know what that job is, but, you know, I'll just go out and do what I am asked. Jeff, is it a problem if a fucking player who's getting a start on the game is flat out being like, I'm just trying to go out there and do my job? By the way, I have no idea what that job is. So two things. The heat on Haxtell is justified. Yes. The other thing is, I just thought of this. That's the fourth time I've said that. (laughs) Do you remember? Morgan Geeky's (laughs) been a healthy scratch for like the past four or five games. Mm -hmm. Maybe three games. So he's pissed. Mm -hmm. He's incredibly pissed off that the only way he got into the game was because Yanni Gord, one of our best players, Mm -hmm. personal reasons. So he is really angry at you know, obviously Dave Haxtell and then the coaching staff. and yeah. So he's, he's really pissed off. He doesn't know. So like, I, I don't know if that quote alone is going to make me the, the, the product on the ice is making me question Dave Haxtell. Oh, that's not, the first, that's not what Geeky question. said. Yeah. I think, I think Morgan Geeky's angry that he's not giving, being given a chance to play. Agree. For, so there's something going on. There's a personal thing between geeks and somebody maybe it's dave haxel or somebody in the coaching staff so i think that's more of that that's more of like what's up with geeky why is he getting scratched consistently that's some drama between him and the team not necessarily the team as a whole i agree with what you're saying i am also of the belief that it's the product on the ice that make that makes me really question hacks ability absolutely to coach the team first and foremost right but the geeky comment to me was like the icing on the shit storm of a cake that is dave haxtell right now the heat is on him and it deserves to be on him we've been very supportive of him the entire time we're still rooting for his success i'm just starting to really question whether or not that's possible and i do think geeky is frustrated he seemed incredibly frustrated during that interview and maybe this was a very subtle way of being like haxtell bus bus haxtell because he kind of you know, when you make a comment like, I'm just trying to go out there and do a job, but I don't know what that job is. I'll just try to do it. In my mind, like, that's a very subtle way of being like, I don't know what I'm doing because I'm not being coached properly. I don't know. That's just how I read into it. I want more out of Morgan Geeky. Like, as, for, as, for as much as I love turmoil and yeah. stuff to talk about and fun stuff to tweet, all that bulletin board material for us as fans, I love it. I, I'm not a fan of, of this as a whole. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that uh, the meltdown. No, to hell no. I don't. I don't no. want that to be public. So, to Dave Haxel's credit, he doesn't say much at all. Well, actually, I kind of do want the meltdown. I like the. I like the drama. I like the shit that. It, I like the attention that it brings. You think so? Yeah, I don't like all the boring quotes all the time where it's like, "Oh, he's got to keep grinding." And I'm like, fuck that! Like, give me some real stuff to behind listen the to. scenes. Shit's getting tossed around. They're oh, I know. That. There, there's yeah. stuff going around behind the scenes. Things are getting thrown around. All this is happening. It is happening. We're just not getting it. And and you're not really going to get it from most uh, NHL, you know, people. So I, know. I think that I think that there's something going on. I, I honestly I'm not liking what I'm seeing. I'm questioning Dave Haxtell, but I'm still yeah. thinking like, let's get through October. 
Yes. Right. And maybe even in November. Mm-hmm. And if the defense doesn't improve, like we've, we're scoring great. If our D doesn't improve. Yeah. Then there's, there's gotta be some changes made in some capacity and some capacity because they can't keep, because for me, it's more of like an effort thing. Like it just, it just seems to be non-existent. We have guys that flat out are not doing their job. So anyways, I agree with you. Uh, moving on. We're still in the month of October here. Uh, Tuesday tonight, we can go over these games really quick. Kraken are back home. So they're back, they're back home for three games in a row. So if you want to like get right in the beginning of the season, now is the time to do it. The game tonight, when this podcast comes out against Buffalo, they're third in the Atlantic right now. They're four one to no. They're pretty damn good. They're and good. They're no. They're good. Goaltending's great. I'm nervous because we have you know Decord and Net. Listen, we're a pro Joey Pod. This is a massive test for him. And the reality is, like, we're going to need him to step it up. Everything happens right tonight. I think we win this game. I okay. think because I feel like there's a good, there's, it's just like some good vibes. Maybe because we're a pro Joey podcast. We are a pro Joey podcast. There's some good vibes around Joey. Yeah. Decord. And I think, I think some magic's going to happen tonight. And I think we get a really nice home win. I, you know what? Here's the thing because when I watch the game against the Avalanche, as I'm watching that game, and maybe this is me being delusional because, you know, I don't, I can't really be completely objective here. But for me, I'm watching that game and I'm like, this is what this team is capable of doing. So I would not be surprised at all if they if they beat uh, Buffalo tonight. And the note that I have to make about Buffalo, as far as what I am looking out for, is Owen Power, their defenseman, because this is the individual that, aside from Matty Beniers, the rest of the league is arguing is going to win the Calder. I don't think it's going to be close. I think Beniers is going to like skate away with it. But keep an eye on Owen Powers. Uh, he was uh, Maddie's teammate over at Michigan. He was drafted first overall in, in 2021. Um, again, he was second in line projected to win the Calder this year. And so far this season, he has two points coming on two assists. He's at a plus minus of four. So mm-hmm. Maddie's kicking his ass, basically. He's skating away points. with the Calder. And what well, in points? So now look at this, though. I know. He's a defenseman. To we got to argue, look at some other things, too. Yes. To Please. argue this, yes, this is good. Is I still think Maddie Veneer is going to win. Okay. But I will say Owen Power has come in. The the Sabers are now a, a, a much better defensive team. Yes, and to be a rookie mm-hmm. with a plus four that's huge in your first couple of games. Yeah, that's a good sign that good things are happening. It's a so, great sign, and they're winning games, and they're really good. Who's and, the most valuable rookie on the team right now? <sighs> you know, the Kraken are you know getting goals and they're getting points from Manny mm-hmm. Beniers. Yes, five points so far, which is fantastic. Look at the record; they're starting to lose some games. Like, what's going on here? And unfortunately, that's a factor, is it not? Is it not going to be a factor of how well the overall team performs with that rookie on the team? And a I think bit. that's where Owen Power and and the Buffalo Sabers it helps. Really, it helps. Mo Sider won last year yes, the Calder Trophy. Yeah, the Red Wings are terrible. Yeah, he's shown. As a defenseman, crushing people, scoring lots of points. Yeah, he's also a freak of nature. He's I mean. a freak of nature. <laughs> so there's that. So like you know, points didn't necessarily win. You know, Zegras or anybody the rookie of the year. So yeah. there's a little bit there. But Owen Power, it'd be fun to watch him tonight and see. I'm very excited for the matchup. I mean, again, these these two were uh, playing together over at Michigan in college. Like that roster was completely stacked. Most of those guys end up being first round draft picks. It makes no sense. But out of all those guys that were first round picks. Veneers was the top scorer. He was the man. And I hope tonight, like speaking of Calder watch and just me being selfish, I hope that not only did the crack and win, obviously, but I want Veneers to outshine Owen Power. Like if he has like a goal and an assist and the crack and win, hell yeah, dude. Like this is how you're going to propel yourself in the early Calder talk. I think magic happens tonight and we beat the Sabres. I think this happens. Okay. Now, 
I'm preparing you for this Thursday. Cracking shit happens. I'm so nervous. I, <laughs> we are, this happened last year with Phoenix. Yes. I'm sorry, Arizona. No. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, we right over the, the Coyotes. We are going to lose to Vancouver. Like I just, I just for some, I feel this in my I bones. Have it. I feel it too. And I want to be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong because then I'll be like, yes, yeah, something's happening. I think we beat Buffalo, a really good team. They played for the most part. They played the good teams good. Yes. I think we lose to Vancouver, man. I'm worried about it. I feel like I feel like you're right. I feel like cracking shit's going to happen. The reason why this is cracking shit is because if you do not know, if you have not been paying attention, Vancouver is 0-5 and two to start the year. They are the only winless team in the NHL. Their home opener, they actually played against Buffalo, who we just mentioned, very good team. They lost five to one, and they were literally booed off the ice at the Rogers Center. That's an issue. People are throwing their jerseys. People are throwing their jerseys onto the ice. And to quote JT Miller, who just signed the extension in the offseason to stay with Vancouver, he said if they want to throw their shit on the ice, that is up to them. Like, that is where things are at with the Canucks. And the issue is, I can see them coming into Seattle and being the Kraken. Now, would I love the Kraken to extend Vancouver's woes? Absolutely. But I'm just preparing myself for Kraken shit to go down on Vancouver to get their first one of the season against our boys. If I'm coaching the Seattle Kraken... I want them to have the best effort they can tonight. Play solid. You're playing, we're playing a tough team. Yeah. Shots on goal, shots on goal, shots on goal, shots on goal. Get as many shots on goal. Which they did against Colorado. Exactly. Repeat against Buffalo. Do the same thing. Okay. Give me your best effort. Let's win this game tonight. But I'm going to tell you, if we fucking earmuffs lose yeah. to Vancouver on no Thursday night, yeah. if we lose this game, everybody is going to be puking their guts out on the ice tomorrow, skating a thousand laps. We are not losing to the If we want to be a team in the NHL that has some respect. We have got to not lose to the basement dwellers. We are not I a agree. basement dwelling team. We are the Seattle Kraken. If you fucking lose to the, <laughs> to the Vancouver Canucks and they get their first win of the season against us, yes. it is over. Okay. People are getting shipped down to Coachella. Okay. All this shit, all the checkers, all of our teams. I'm going to find you a fucking peewee hockey team. <laughs> In the middle of goddamn Syracuse, New York. And I'm sending you there if we don't fucking beat the Vancouver Canucks. That's, Fuck! That's probably the most epic rant that you've ever had. Earmuffs. If I, I'm for hire. I will coach the crack. I'm making a note because we need to cut that and make an audio. Don't ask me to make plays. Okay. I'm not. That's what you get paid for <laughs> as NHL pros. You go make plays, score goals. I'm here to fire you the fuck up. Earmuffs. Let's go. Get on the ice. We need to cut that and send it over uh, to like the broadcasting team at Root Sports and be like, hey, can you just like play this in the locker room when the Kraken are walking in for like warmies before Vancouver? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just, I don't know what the title of this episode is going to be, but Jeff Janusen, Kraken players speaker. listen to Jeff's coaching. Yeah. Uh, what do you call that? Di uh, I don't know. Like pump up Diatribe. I've lost Pump it. up I've, speech. I don't know. I, All on, I had like no, a moment of good. genius. I know. Now I'm back to like, no, that was good. That was, mastery. that was awesome. Anyways, Kraken shit could happen. Hopefully not. And uh, the Kraken need to listen to Jeff's rant there. So the last thing is the the Canucks played the Hurricanes in Vancouver pretty decently last night. Mm -hmm. They lost 3-2 yep. to the Hurricanes, who are a really good team, yes. as we know. And I'm just telling you, their next game is against us. We cannot lose to goddamn Vancouver. <laughs> we can't. Sorry, other friends of the pod that are Vancouver Canucks podcast. We can't lose. Yeah, we can't because then it gets even harder because transitioning into Saturday, still at home, last game with this little miniature homestand against your favorite team, Jeff, the Pittsburgh Penguins. How do you feel about that? I've stopped. I just don't have much passion <laughs> behind hating the Penguins much anymore. Uh, more, I still hate Sidney Crosby, but um, 
I don't know. I, I'm not looking that far ahead. I, I, right now, I got us beating the Buffalo Sabres. We're going we're gonna to lose to the Vancouver Canucks, and I hope this is a wake-up call. But going into Saturday, I don't really know what to think here. Penguins I, are solid as always. I don't either, and I actually – so I actually have some insider information on the Penguins, and I reached out to an individual to give me some intel. So really quickly, they're 4-1-1. One one. They're first in the Metro. Crosby's on fire, unfortunately. He's still a bitch, but he scores. Uh, he's got 11 points on the season already. He's got four goals and seven assists. They are scoring nearly five goals a game. They're averaging 4.83 goals a game. Um, that's going to be an issue for the Kraken. I believe Martin Jones is going to be in net that night. He needs we can to, score. No, we can score, but he Let's needs go. to keep his head on a swivel because they're going to be scoring too. Uh, some, some notes uh, about uh, Pittsburgh that I'm keeping an eye on. Th- they're healthy. Um, this is the healthiest that Malkin has looked in a couple of years. Um, same with Crosby, uh, Jari as well. They're looking really good. Uh, they have a legitimate third line identity. These guys are rolling right now. They're a really good team. Again, I firmly believe that when the Kraken are playing up to their potential, they can beat anybody. But when it comes to Pittsburgh, that's going to be a very tough matchup, which is why you have to take care of business against Vancouver. Here's, here's, Here's the cycle. Here's the cycle of NHL players is you come into the league, you're young, you're invincible, you're just skating and scoring and doing your thing off pure talent. Then you have something happen to you in like your mid twenties. Either you just go to the next level automatically, but the majority have some sort of problem, maybe a little injury, maybe some adversity, and then they get older and they find a way to kind of get into a groove. Yes. And that's Malkin, you know, Evgeny, Malkin has has found a way. He looks good. Yeah. The guy's just he looks great. Crazy. He he signed that contract in the offseason to stay with the Penguins. Yeah, four year extension, right? Yep. He's yep. happy. He's good. So yeah. this is a scary team. They're scoring lots of goals. I'm not afraid about scoring goals. I, I say let's make it a shootout. Let's just get some wins. I really don't care about stats. I just want to win games. Yeah, I I'm I don't care about stats at all. Um, either. I mean, it's nice to make a note of that stuff, but I'm with you, man. We just need to win some damn games. So we gotta take care of business, and that starts tonight against Buffalo, and that's gonna be a tough matchup. But man, Owen Power versus Beneers. I'm fucking ready, man. That's gonna be good. I'm pumped for the game tonight. I'm yes. excited. Plus, I also signed. I also signed this week the uh, Sabers to my fantasy hockey team. Mm. Um, and now, now, of course, they got to face the Kraken. So, like, I'm screwed. So, like, my, of, literally, my first start for them yeah. this week, and uh, it's like against they the Kraken against your team, right? Which wow. I don't give a shit if I lose. I want the Kraken <laughs> to win. So. Prove it. Put them on your bench. Yeah, it's just two one, <laughs> two two three two score would be perfect. Let's do it. Speaking of fantasy hockey, really quick. By the way, I won my matchup last week in our uh Kraken pod fantasy squad turns out i have a decent team all i have to do is you know set my fucking roster Dude, i i i just realized i haven't done it yeah. i have not no i know you have it you wonder why because i looked at your team. scoring and i was like this guy hasn't said anything i'm okay i did it last week for the first time though my first week i got crushed and uh it was chris that dominated me and i deserve that okay so. note to self i'm coming in set I'm, your roster hey you fuckers earmuffs i'm coming in i'm setting my <laughs> roster today i'm setting an alarm i'm doing it every week or daily, or whatever the hell the league settings are, I'm back. I might be the worst in the league right now, Yeah, but I will not finish there. I was actually the worst, and I went from 16th to 12th after my win. No big deal, because I'm setting my roster. Nice job. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back. <laughs> I totally I keep forgetting about this, and I'm in. So no, I know. Me too. But now, now I'm tinkering, man. Now I'm picking up some guys that are tinkerer. doing really... Yeah, I'm a tinkerer. Great and word. I'm starting to tinker a little bit, and I got some guys that are doing some uh, some really good things for me, including some of your guys on the Red Wings, which, by the way, they're uh, they're looking pretty good. Red week. Wings are looking real good. Yeah, it's a Red Wings podcast. It is a total Red Wings podcast. They're scoring goals. I think they're winning so far games that they should win. Yes. There's some good energy yeah. in the building. People can see it. 
Uh, I think they're kind of a hot pick to maybe at the beginning of the season. I, I, I knew they were improved. I was kind of shocked that the Red Wings didn't get more nods to possibly squeak into the playoffs. Mm. Can they maintain this? But they're getting good goaltending. They're playing great D. They're scoring goals. I, I feel mean, like their trajectory is a year ahead of the Kraken. That's kind of how I feel about Detroit right now. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's not a fair, not, not a bad, bad deal. All right. All right. So I talked to you about, you know, what's been going on. I've been making picks, my, my locks. If you want to get my, my NHL locks, uh, maybe I'll start sharing those on on Twitter as the games that I picked that uh, so far my friends are, have made like $30 off me using the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app. It's been a lot of fun uh, with them. Like I said, I finally downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is cool. And you can spend a ton. You don't have to spend a ton. You can just watch games. Whatever you want to do, it is fun to do. Make sure that you are getting the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, it's an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You can right now new customers bet five dollars on any team and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they win right so i haven't actually placed a bet yet joey so i i already put doing i know but i I haven't attached my bank account yet i'm gonna i'm gonna do it you want some free money i just want to get some free money right now what do i need to do the seattle seahawks to win their division in the nfc west by the way they're in first right now and guess what this team's actually pretty good it's plus 550 for them to win the nfc west i've been seeing that okay there you go there you go sweet uh all you gotta do bet five bucks any team get two hundred dollars in bets if they win free bets okay uh you can also do the parlays which is super cool it's really easy to do you just pick things and it just all adds up so you can do same game parlays which is cool gets you more a bigger payout you combine bets these are really this is a really awesome app so you should check this out it is uh safe secure reliable deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want which is fantastic so i'm i'm putting that cash in today i'm making my bets I already did it. You should do it too. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet five bucks on any NHL team to win their game. Get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code, T- code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. Mm-hmm. So much going on in Kraken land and there's lots of bitching going on because we're just getting used to the season, which is totally appropriate. (laughs) No dumb questions is one of these questions that I can get behind. It doesn't actually affect Joey and I, but we want to know, does this affect you? What is no dumb questions? No dumb questions is your chance. Look, don't ever be afraid whether you know everything about hockey or nothing about hockey. If you have a question you just want answered and you're afraid to go to other podcasts, because when justly so, you know that they're just going to make fun of you and trash you and just throw your questions in the trash. Mm-hmm. We are very upfront with the fact that we are idiots and we're always learning about the game. So we will help you. So ask us any question that you've got whatsoever. So in this week's No Dumb Question, this is pretty good. It's from Chuck. Chuck is a big time supporter of the Kraken Pod on Twitter at Kraken Pod. Uh, at Chuck Goldsby, he sent us a DM. Here's former my di- goalie, former ref, right? Am yeah. I messing that up? Yeah, so he knows what's up. Yeah, he knows, he, he knows his shit. He corrects us all the time. So Chuck keeps us in line. Yeah, you know what? There's certain people in our in on on social media, especially on Twitter, that correct us. That I'm like, cool. I like being corrected by you. There's oh, some people 100%. like, hey, hey, you shut the fuck yeah, up. Fuck off. Like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, you're you cool. St- you start a podcast. Hey, you're cool. <laughs> you're cool. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, okay. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah you're really cool. S- I'm out. Yeah, earmuffs are totally. We bleep this episode. Brand will be working Ooh, for two days. Boy. All right. So here's the question. Why the hell is the Kraken's TV blackout region larger than most continents? He says, literally the entire Pacific Northwest and Alaska can't watch Kraken games live. No other NHL team does this over such a huge area. None. 
this is akin to the Red Wings, mm-hmm. since this is a Red Wings, Red Wings podcast. podcast. Blacking out from Maine to Montana. What the fuck? Fubo TV. <laughs> he wrote. He wrote. He wrote. WTF? Sorry, he did not swear. Uh, Fubo TV is not the answer. They charge more per month than NHL TV did for an entire season. So this is more a question. You're listening right now. You've made it through the depths, and you're here. You're listening to own questions. This is a question for you to help us discuss with Chuck via Twitter or wherever else at Kraken Pod because yeah. Joey and I. We're in Louisiana. Yeah. We are not affected by Root Sports. Love Root mm-hmm. Sports. I love watching. By the way, yeah, man, they're great. This, this this broadcast team is just the best. Every time I watch the a best. cracking game, I'm blown away by the quality of the broadcasting. Everything. It's getting hot. I'm start, starting to sweat. We're getting, we're getting really into this. In yeah. But, but no, um, this is the one area in which like we are extremely fortunate because I mean, it's literally the one area every other time. Like I wish I was in Seattle. I wish it was a climate pledge, whatever. But being in Louisiana is extremely helpful for watching the Kraken because literally none of our games black out here because all we have to do is throw on ESPN plus unless they're playing a national game. That's on TNT. Cool. Turn your TV on. You're good to go. Um, the only times it's blacked out is I think when they play the Dallas stars, but that's easy because I think the Dallas stars are broadcast on a local channel here. So we basically don't miss out on any games. The issue that Chuck is experiencing, and again, we're encouraging people to you know go on Twitter and engage and try to see if there's a way around it. Unfortunately, this is just a thing that local markets have to deal with, not just in hockey, but for every major sport. Uh, an example, uh, New Orleans Pelicans fans. Uh, that company, like Bally Sports or whatever, I-, I thought Bally's was like some sort of shitty gym, but no, apparently they do some you know multimedia whatever deal. Yeah. Um, they bought the rights to Pelicans games and they charge a package of like $20 a month. And everyone in New Orleans is in an uproar because they're paying $20 a month to watch their team play local games when these games should be on a normal channel like ABC, NBC, whatever, and they're not. And they're being charged for it. Um, They're all blacked out, whatever. It's a major issue. What were you going to say? Did you sign up for the for the Bally Sports? No, I refuse. Okay, so yeah, like... No, I refuse to. I was looking for the Pelicans game the other day, I was like, where the hell's the game? Because yeah. I've got YouTube TV, which, by the way, I got to go. November is purge. I got to purge so much phone bills, this and that. I'm going to purge all the okay. apps that I've signed up for. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but yeah, Chuck, I'm the same way with Joey. We're good with the ESPN Plus app for the most part. You know, the TNT broadcast, we can't really watch those. Mm-hmm. I do have YouTube TV to watch that, but I'm going to probably get rid of YouTube TV because that's like 70 bucks a month. Yeah. And I need to I need to dump that. But ESPN gets me most of the games that I want to watch, uh, which is awesome. But isn't this the point where typically somebody blazes in with a tweet that's like, here's the code and the URL to go download the uh, European <laughs> dark web yeah. crack and broadcasting. Just, yeah, just ignore the malware and you might get some ad, uh, some ads for like a kidney for sale on the dark web somewhere, but just ignore all that and just wave through the shit and you're good. But in all, re- in all honesty, um, a lot of times if you just go on like a Reddit thread somewhere, someone's going to have the link. There's always a way that you can illegally stream things. I personally hate that because as you get older in life, like you just want things to be easier. Like I'm a man of convenience and I also appreciate consistency. I like being able to just turn on the game and know that I'll be able to watch it. So finding an illegal stream is a pain in the ass. Chuck, like we feel your pain. We feel pain for everyone in local markets who cannot watch their respective teams. It's all bullshit because it all comes down to money. And it's always these, 
you know, these multimedia companies who are negotiating TV rights and billions of dollars are being thrown around. And as a result of that, there are fans that legitimately can't watch their own teams play. It makes no freaking sense. It's tough. So help Chuck out. How do you do it? Let us know. How are you watching in the Pacific Northwest? Kraken games. What's your rig? Somebody's got the perfect rig out there. Somebody's definitely got some rabbit Someone ears. has it figured out, oh, and yeah. they're not sharing this information. You need to share it with us ASAP. DM us. That's fine, and we can just keep it off the major grid so that, like, you know, uh, they can't come in and totally strike you down with yes. Kubo and all that sort of stuff. But I don't know. In, like, 10 years, it'll come back around to being more simplified as we kind of, like, we're in this, like, I think we're right now, if you're, you know, I'm zooming out and talking 10,000-foot view of uh, media. We're in this, like, sort of gray area of too too much bloat when it comes to, like, options to watch things. Yes. So too many, many hands. Too many hands are involved. You know what I'm saying? Like, too many too many uh, cooks in the kitchen. Is that the, is that the saying for too it? Too many cooks in the kitchen. You gotta kick some of these cooks out. They suck. Too many satellite trucks in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I really don't know, but there's just a lot. A literal metaphor, like, but it also happened. I this show. I got to download this app. I got the free uh, trial. That'll expire, and then I can do this and go over here, and I think yeah. I can watch this over here. Yeah. It's like watching, um, and then sometimes shows jump ship to other streaming networks. Oh, it's the worst. Like Yellowstone's phenomenal show. Never seen like, it, because it's on, I don't even know what network dude, it's on. it was on Paramount, I think, for a little while, I and now it's like know. on Amazon or something. Okay, shit. so now I can watch it. I don't know. I have no idea, but it's yeah. an amazing show. It is badass. Well, it's like, so I enjoy going back and watching Parts Unknown, Anthony Bourdain's show. And they used to have every season on HBO Max. And then CNN tried to do a CNN Plus app that no one asked for or wanted. And as a result of that, because that show was on CNN, they pulled all the episodes because they're going to launch it on this application. Well, the issue is the app never got launched. And long story short, you have to like pay to watch episodes on Amazon Prime. All I'm saying is that like this is a major issue because there's a lot of money being thrown around. Like you said, too many satellite trucks in the parking lot. There's too many hands involved with this shit. So if somebody has the key to this, you need to let the people know instead of holding on to this secret because the people deserve uh, to watch the damn Kraken games. And again, this is the one area where we are fortunate in because we're not local. So we just turn on ESPN plus and boom, the game's on. Chuck, thank you. We're getting tons of awesome DMS with uh, questions. So uh, thank you so much. Have a great week. I still feel great about this team. We're seeing things that we hadn't seen before. Quick question. Retro jerseys. Kraken. Oh. How do you feel? I just have to ask how you feel. I like it. I, I so I don't know when they're going to wear it on the ice. Is it tonight? Uh, it might be. By the way, I don't like it. I think they should have done something different with the logo. I like the stripes. There's a lot of empty space at the bottom, but whatever. I the thing I like is the the color. The color is great. The the teal, whatever our official name is, the yeah, teal or like whatever teal that is. Teal and darker teal. I don't know colors. In the pictures, it doesn't do it justice. I think when you see it on the, I can see it. When you see it on the ice, no, it's I agree. Look phenomenal. Throw the anchor on there, though. Don't do like the logo. Like, make it a little bit more retro. But here's the thing, also, like our that'd union- be a third. That'd be a third jersey. Fair. When they take the shoulder patch and they put that as the main thing, that's usually the third jersey or alternate jersey. Okay, that's a good point. So reverse retro. Yeah. I, there's by the way, there's too much stuff to keep track of. Way too much stuff to keep track of. I had to give an honorable mention. The Florida Panthers and the Kings are my personal favorites. They fucking nailed it. Quick story. Yeah. I mentioned this in a tweet. Is the any the crown jersey? I had one. I oh. bought I had so back in the day when the Kings had like the um gosh, what was the color? Uh anyway. purple, gold, white. Yeah. It's like LSU colors. I had but an old school team. one, an old school one, yeah. and I like just like you know I don't really want this anymore. I put it on eBay and I got like 60, 70 bucks for it. Okay, it, I mean did pretty well because you know a lot of jerseys. I made some money. I no, was it's like, a Man. beautiful jersey. And it sold quickly. Yeah, it awesome. No, it was, and I kind of regret getting rid of it. No, you should so regret. I, I I watched that hype video where it, was, it showed all the jerseys, and yeah. I watched it and I went like, th- literally, this is all of them are awesome. Yes, except the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> 
that was the lamest garbage. And I forgot who did it, who said it, but somebody is, oh, no, no, it was uh, Mike from the Sasquatch. Yes, yes, so yes, he, yes, he, yes. He, he, in his podcast, his video podcast that he did about the reaction, he had his wife reacting yeah. to these sight unseen, which is awesome. No, it's a great idea. Great idea. Yeah. Uh, we're going to steal that at some point. Um, but, you know, he basically said that, like, to figure out the font for the Detroit in the middle of the jersey, they just literally, like, dropped the drop-down font box. Yes in their software and they just went, went yeah and they picked whatever they like times new roman the shit out of a jersey and just threw detroit in there with like some stripes and they're like here you go and i don't understand it at all everybody's jersey it looks the sharks jersey looks awesome no, the sharks all, jersey looks all the cool jerseys look fantastic Dude, i'm telling you the panthers with the palm tree and the stick like finally they embrace that they're in florida that retro was so cool oh, man and again i love the kings uh, and also like the Canadians, like uh, Montreal with the colors, they have like the teal with the red and the white. It looks fucking badass, man. I don't, yeah, the, I don't the know. Red Wings was just a mail in. They totally whiffed. Uh, There's but, a couple of other teams that did that too, by the way. And they're also getting slammed because it just looks like somebody just did like some bullshit Microsoft word font and threw it on the front of a Jersey. And like, all right, that'll be $300. They could have at least done the white. Cause like the Blackhawks and the Red Wings both have that sort of traditional, like old, their old school jerseys kind of look like that. Yes. Back way back in the day, like in the fifties, forties, that sort of thing. Yes. You know, but like, it's the black on the red. It just doesn't really fit. Like if it was white, but then I, you know, I don't know what they're trying to do, but they really didn't. It just, it's a testament to the fact that like, and I'm not trying to make this a Detroit Red Wings podcast, but it is. <laughs> it already is. Is the Red Wings jersey is just iconic. You know that. Red, no, it's a great. It's, it's like iconic. iconic it's just jersey. a beautiful jersey. The just the, don't screw with it. Just like they should have said. You know what? Uh, in lieu of what our team has put together uh, behind the scenes for the reverse retro jerseys here um, at Adidas, we have decided to burn it and not show it to anybody. <laughs> and the Red Wings are the only team that don't get one. Sorry, guys. It yes. was trash. We just yes. are going to. The retro jersey it. is actually just like a half charred uh, normal Red Wings jersey. And I actually think this is the problem that the Seattle Kraken have as well. Obviously, that the history isn't there with the jerseys, but like I think the home and the away jerseys for the crowds, the jerseys overall are so freaking clean that when you're doing something retro, it's actually hard to blow a lot of people away because they nailed it on the first try. That's my opinion. I'm not a big fan of their retro. Uh, I still haven't bought my first Kraken sweater. I'm going to, but it's not going to be a retro. I'm actually thinking I'm going to go with like with the ice. I love I love the white with the blue and the red. It just looks so good. White is clean, and I'm I'm still remember the day when the whites were the home jerseys and not the not the away not the away right. Yeah. So I do miss that that era. But thank you for listening to us in this new era of hockey, including the Seattle Kraken. Uh, if you've got anything to say to us, please let us know on Twitter or Facebook or wherever we're, we're on Instagram. We're and everywhere. TikTok, we're everywhere at Kraken Pod. Thank you so much for listening and. Don't don't forget to leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. Only five stars, though. Yeah, don't give us no goddamn four yeah. stars. That's the worst. That's the worst. It's That's five stars. Right yeah. Just, I mean, give us one as opposed to four. So one or five. That's all we'll take. Um, anyway, don't give us a one. <laughs> don't do the one. That's a joke. Just give us that five. That's a joke. Yeah, five's across the board. Have a great week. I think Kraken have a good week this week. I feel it. I hope so. But I always feel it. So I'm going to be positive and say they're going to have a good week. We're going to leave you with our chirp of the week. The chirp of the week is basically where hockey players talk trash to each other. We're young into this new season of the NHL, and we're getting a lot of good ones. So here is your latest Kraken Pod chirp of the week. Did you lose the puck or was that a deke there? <laughs> that was a deke. Jeez, that's <laughs> real rude. <laughs> I actually worked on that all summer. 